Welcome to Corentin in Quarantine, written and produced by Practical Fantasists. Season 2, Episode 3, Dragon Parents. Ah, a friend, my love, a sunny day at last. Indeed. Gurren, you have picked the perfect spot to enjoy our gardens. With a fine vintage of wine, 30 varieties of cheese, and our young dragon sunning himself on the standing stones. <laughs> All we're missing is a bit of shade. Oh, precious, uh, spread your wing little, will ya? Ah, <laughs> oh, that's better. He's really grown, hasn't he? This really is the perfect spot. To sort through all these requests for public appearances, letters from distant relatives, and endless scrolls promoting village theatrics. I've missed their summer shows. Well, at least the Stodings have baited enough that they can consider performing sometime soon. It's a shame Quarantine's lands were hit again so hard. Hmm. Should we tell the actors Precious will help them levitate their skyships? Or warn them he might just set their stage on fire? I think it's been over a year since we were married. Yes. I don't know what was more surprising. Being turned into a stoat and back again. Or that your people have finally accepted me here as your lady. It's certainly been a strange year. But it's been all the better for having you by my side. Here's to finally having time to ourselves. And precious. Lord Gurren, Lady LaFrent. Spoke too soon. Good morning, Chamberlain. Is this a good time? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. Am I interrupting something? No. Really? Because I could always come back. What do you want? First off, there are a couple of letters for you to attend to. The first was delivered by a man carrying a very tiny ferret named Manfred. Wait, is, is Manfred the man or the ferret? I don't recall the man's name. But he's offering to cut people's hair while the ferret walks on them. He had a lot of sharp knives. Oh no. That sounds like the bloodletting blade of breast. Yep. The second matter is less of a letter and more of a petition. From your guards. Your extremely loyal guards, they asked me to say. It's that... dragon. They all want a raise. Or at least a dragon bonus. Precious wouldn't hurt a fly. <laughs> that might have been a bad example. But he wouldn't hurt a person. Didn't you tell us how the first thing he did was bite you? And Quarantin? And Brother Brannock. Good point. But Brannock warmed to him almost at once. Because Precious set him on fire. In your grandfather's time, such creatures were thought a danger to life and limb. And guards were paid to slay them. Not that your guards think it'll come to that, but they're not sure how to do their duty with a dragon around. In short, they demand to be paid not to kill the dragon. What? But they've already been so effective at not killing Precious. See, he's in perfect health. Besides, Precious is one of the family, which they've sworn to protect for all time. They say that particular oath only applies to blood relatives. And spouses. They never bothered with such distinctions before. Why now? Well, milady, they say it was difficult enough for them when Precious was five inches long and constantly underfoot. Thank you for supporting the Volunteer Firefighter Service, by the way. But now that he's flying... He's just spreading his wings. They all do that. And he'll light a fire under you. 
Oh, all right. I'll ask the smith to make you all better armor. Does that suit you? Maybe ask for fire shields. We'd rather keep the red-hot metal a little farther from our skin. Enjoy your litter, sir. I'll go tell the guards. And, and let you have some time alone. It's a letter from Quarantan. He says he's taken his shot. Oh, well, that's good news, at least. He asks whether you're still stealing hearts, though he doesn't specify whether he means deer or deers. And Nolan's behind the new procedure that makes people immune to the stotification. She is. And she didn't tell us. Oh, but that's wonderful. Oh, did Quarantine explain how it works? Is it already being distributed to the people? Yes, 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 and yes. I mean, yes to everything except the explaining. It's probably magic. I don't know about that. Nolan's a wise woman, not a witch. Oh, to think we could soon be back in a normal world. No more spontaneously transforming to stoats. Just the usual everyday range of curses. Quarantin says he had to let Winnie the Least Weasel walk all over him. Maybe that had something to do with it. We should write to Nolan and ask her more about it. And Quarantin asks after Precious. Well, he says, the fiery fiend who destroyed my bliss canopy. I'm assuming that's who he means. Oh, he wants to know all you've been up to, Bridges. The letter! Oh, well, that was the end of it anyway. Oh, who's a little troublemaker then? Where are the dragon treats? Oh, he's flying away. Should we really give him treats every time he incinerates something? Won't that send the wrong message? Aha! Uh -huh. So that's why the creature is so badly behaved. My lord and lady, I have come to you to protest. Your dragon has been carrying off my herd. He has not. This is a grave accusation. But where's your evidence? I saw him swoop down out of the sky. We farmers love you, Lord Gurren, but the sky's the limit. I, I, I mean, beasts swooping down from the sky is the limit. And you're sure it wasn't a falcon? They have been known to carry off sheep. This was a cow. All right, that does sound a bit more like Precious. But only a bit. I think he's lonely. Quarantine used to behave exactly the same way. What? Carry off cows? You can't tell me you think he prefers the company of cows. Well, no. Though he did once attempt to ride one when he was running late for a party and couldn't find his horse. And there aren't exactly a lot of dragons to fly off with. Can we get back to my cow, or lack of cow? Perhaps we could compensate you for the cow and say no more about the dragon. But we need some slightly more solid evidence. The last time someone attempted to submit claims for draconic damages, it turns out they had forged the claw prints with a shovel. But... But there were no prints. He swooped down out of the sky and flew off again. Besides, it might not have been precious. <gasps> oh, there might be another dragon in the neighborhood. We could send an impartial party to watch out for precious, just in case. You mean, like a guard? Or a welcoming party? We do have some guards who are eager to do some dragon watching. If anything befalls your cattle, we'll be certain to know. But I only have the one cow left. If I wait for him to strike again, I'll run out of cows. Especially if there's more than one of him. I thought you said you had a herd. I did. 
before they got carried away. Weren't you listening? Of course I was listening. Just as I was listening every year that you've complained about werewolves and normal wolves and normal people picking up your herds. Huh. But never fear. I have a plan. We'll teach Precious to protect your herd. Against werewolves and normal wolves. And possibly normal humans, given that he usually tries to make friends by setting fire to people. That's... Actually, not a terrible idea. I should try upping my firepower. In the meantime, we can arrange to buy some cows from Lord Thierry's fiefdom, perhaps. On your behalf. Oh, I'll take three or four longhorns, a couple of Guernseys, and... Gurren, my love, have you seen Precious? I wonder where he could possibly have got off to now. Isn't this the time for his usual afternoon snack? <laughs> or perhaps I should say, pick me up? Actually, I think he snacks all the time. Thank you, my lord and lady. I must be getting back to my cow. But really, Gurren, dearest, where is Precious? We should make sure he isn't actually out depriving farmers of cows before we get out to get more. Not to worry. I saw him flying up to the tower to perch. Oh, good. Still, that offer of cows might have been a bit hasty. How so? Well, you can't just keep buying every irate farmer more cows without knowing whether Precious was responsible. If Precious was responsible, the new cows will probably go the same way as the old. And if he wasn't, then we have a different mysteriously disappearing cow problem altogether. Indeed, we must check up on that. Still, I'd love to catch up with Lord Thierry. Haven't seen him since quarantine and I... Well, you know. Was that sentence going to contain the word nightclub? It was probably going to contain knights with clubs. Are you sure Lord Thierry will be pleased to see you? Of course. He won't mind. He'll probably just ask if I want to do some jousting or socially distanced duel. Oh, of course he will. Doesn't he famously host the most dangerous tournaments in the country? That's him. I'm coming with you. Gurren, I was just about to trot over and besiege your castle, but this is perfect. I don't even need to leave my yard. Well, I suppose I'm glad to save you the trouble. And to give you the chance to meet my wife at last. But friend, this is Lord Thierry, the best tournament host in Bretagne. Lord Thierry, this is Lafren, the truest, deepest love of my heart and soulmate of my soul. Ah, uh, yes. The legendary Lafren. It's a pleasure to finally put a face to all the stories. Likewise. What brings you back to my tournament grounds, Lord Gurren? Come for a drink? Or perhaps a few bouts? Not today. I'm inquiring after some cows. Much as I love you, Gurren, I don't follow. Since when have you been more interested in cows than jousts? I'm not, really, but my farmers are short a few cows. Long story. Oh, do tell. I can get my men to mix you up a couple of these. That's a tempting proposition. Indeed. But we can't stay. I mean, that's what the drink is called. An old favorite at the nightclub. It's the perfect thing for getting back up after being thrown. And I mean that both in the sense of horses and love. That does look refreshing. But we should probably deal with the matter at hand. Right. About those cows. Oh, you know I can't say no to you. Take a score of them and transfer me a few hundred cabbages. And come to the next tournament. Lances are well over six feet long. No chance of stortification. 
plenty of chances of death and glory. Thank you. And if there's ever anything we can do for you... Since you mention it, yes. As you might have heard around the town, I've been courting the fairest maiden in the land, Lady Petronilla, until your dragon carried her off. Oh, no. That's worse than a cow, isn't it? Yep. Lady Petronilla was supposed to meet me at the local trysting tree, but she never showed up. Then a week, a week later, she wrote to tell me about the dragon. That's terrible. Are you sure she wasn't just trying to let you down gently? No, it was positively dreadful. She said she'd had the most delightful time. They'd flown all the way to the Alps and back. I've never been so jealous in my life. Of Petronilla? Or of Precious? Both. He took her for quite a ride, lit her campfires in the evenings, and then deposited her safely back on the tower of her family's castle. Well, at least it sounds like Precious let her down gently. Be that as it may, this behavior just can't continue. How are we supposed to find ladies if they keep getting carried away? We just can't keep up. It's so shameful. I'm sure you'll find some way to manage between all your tempting propositions. Oh, alas. But don't let me keep you. Isn't it your anniversary? I remember it was this time last year that I gave you that spectacular set of matching battle axes. A gift that we make extensive use of to this day. And now that you mention it, we should be going. Yes, by all means, get some time to yourselves. Look at you. You should at least have an heir and a spare by now. I mean, one that doesn't have fangs or breathe fire. What if something happens to you? You can't always rely on a miraculous priest to save your life. Precious has been doing an impressive job of keeping away unwanted intruders. Apart from guards and farmers. You can't just make a dragon lord of your domain. You're just prejudiced because Precious is over 12 feet long. 18 if you count the flames. 22 if you count the tail. It's been over a year. What have you been getting up to? It's not as if you haven't had time being stuck inside together, and each other. We find our current charge enough of a handful. I mean that lovingly, of course. Lately he's been giving us woeful looks because we just don't understand him. Oh, and he's developed a taste for moody lute music. He's not the only one. I know. Balls! We'll throw some balls that will be so impressive, we'll be sure to win back all the fair ladies again. Solitary balls, of course, with extremely limited guest lists of at most one person. Solitary dancing? Would that really catch on? Like Dragonfire. Well, if that doesn't win Lady Petronilla back, I don't know what will. Gurin, we should be going. The farmers will be complaining till the cows come home. What a day. Oh, my love. Never have I been so glad to return to our bedchamber. But at least that's resolved the matter of guards and cows. Curran, my dearest love, I don't know how I would survive such conversations if not for you. And I don't know how I would survive such conversations if not for you. Mm. Oh. <laughs> mm. <laughs> mm. oh, I didn't mean to offend Lord Thierry. But he was getting quite personal. It was all airs and no graces. And it vexes me so that he's probably not wrong. It would be nice to have a child who won't eventually weigh as much as the average mountain. 
Oh, my love, we may need a miracle. That's not the usual way to go about having a child. You're right. And Brannock isn't here, so miracles are in short supply. Indeed. No one's here. We've got the place to ourselves. We need to take swift action. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, God. I'm sure everyone would love Precious if they could just get to know him. I know! LaFrance, my love, we should invite everyone to come and meet him in person. Though not all at once, of course, since we're not supposed to host parties, but I'm sure everyone will be much happier once they get carried away. That seems a bit risky. Lady Petronilla may have taken her adventure in stride, but not everyone likes being taken to new heights. I wonder what Nolwyn would do. I don't know, but Nolwyn's also not here. You're right. It's not a question of what Nolwyn would do, but what we're going to do. And I am going to write a letter. Where's the parchment? A letter? Right now? I'm going to write to my mother. Not your actual mother. She's the most uninformed woman in all Bretagne. I meant the abbess. Hers has always been the advice I have sought to follow. Although I never did understand why she thought it was a bad idea to run away with you. Yes, that did turn out well, didn't it? LaFriend, LaFriend, there's a letter from the Abbey. What did the Abbess have to say? Dearest LaFriend, I am glad to hear that you and Lord Gurren are both still in passable health and spirits in these desperate times and upon the anniversary of your marriage. To receive your illumination of this first scowling grandchild has brought great joy to my heart. He has grown so immensely since last time he flew by the Abbey. On his behalf, I have consulted Sir Adabon's dragon-watching guide, which confirms that dragons are still said to haunt forests, caves, runes, and deep valley glades. However, their habit of setting fire to those who intrude upon their privacy has made reports of their presence rare and incendiary. Hmm. I suppose the abbess has some advice? While I would strongly caution you against foolhardy endeavors of any kind, the recommended approach is to always travel in the company of well-fed cattle to which you are not overly attached. So the cow shortage is likely to continue? It seems so. Well, I guess that's settled. We'll just have to find a way to protect them. The, the dragons, I mean. Also, probably the cows. Yes, my love, and I've been thinking. Perhaps we should make it illegal to harm dragons! I think it might already be illegal, actually. Should I, should I check the old laws of the land? More likely the knights were encouraged to hunt them down. I don't think the old laws will help. Maybe I should look into changing them. More than that. Gurren, my love, I think we should start a dragon sanctuary. But we only have one dragon. At least, so far. Well, that's all right. We'll find more. Oh, good idea. Perhaps I should order some inflammable armor for you too, my love. Oh, that's very thoughtful. But maybe tell the smith fireproof instead? Yes, that. First, though, I think we should write to our friends. They might have heard about more dragons in their travels. Or they might even have had dragon encounters by now. I suppose we could get the bloodletting blade of breast to deliver messages. As long as he doesn't charge an arm and a leg. And is heading in the right general direction. I think we'd better try a different method.
Dear Nolwyn and Brannock, I don't know if this will reach you, but I'm sending it via Precious, who needs a quest to occupy his time. I'm hoping that he can also find more dragons for the sanctuary that Gurren and I are founding. So if you see any dragons in need of a home, would you send them to us? Thank you for listening to Corinta in Quarantine, featuring Chris Langdon as Gurren, Sandra Mills as Lefren, Spencer Bellows as the Chamberlain, David Lone as the irate farmer, Luke Rowe as Lord Thierry, and Aaron Scothorn as Precious. The episode was written by Aaron Scothorn and Karen Murray Burquist, and the music was written and performed by Sophie Rosnock. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Corinta in Quarantine, or support us by donating to our coffee page through the link in the show notes. Your support is what allows the show to keep going. Sir Audubon's Dragon Watching Guide lists three distinct types of dragon living in Bretagne. However, neither the Archbishop of Dol nor Corentin's Grandmama Hecla are among them. <laughs>